0: from the front lines of the Green Rush. This is Green Entrepreneur, where business owners talk about how they found success in cannabis and how you can too. Hey everybody, welcome to the Green Entrepreneur podcast. My name is John Small and I am the editor-in-chief of Green Entrepreneur. So great that you are joining us today. Well, As any woman of a certain age will tell you, menopause can be a very unpleasant experience. And some of the symptoms associated with it include hot flashes and night sweats and weight gain, irritability, even changes in your sex drive. So my guests today are Carrie Mapes and Patty Pappas. And they've created a product that provides relief from these physical and emotional challenges. And that product is Hello Again. And it's a specially formulated suppository It contains both cannabis and botanicals. And Carrie and Patty never thought they'd be in the cannabis business, but here they are with a successful product. So they're going to tell us all about their story. Carrie and Patty, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having us. And thank you for doing your research about menopause. (laughs)
0: Let's just say I have a little bit of a personal experience with it and we won't go any further than there.
1: Most people do.
0: do. You either know somebody or know somebody who knows somebody for sure.
1: Most people. somebody. So thank you for having us. Um, Carrie and I have been friends for over 20 years. We met when our, when our kids were little, Um, both stay at home moms all while our children were growing up. And shortly after our youngest went to college, we were empty nesters and cannabis had just become legal. I think it was 2018. We decided to go visit a dispensary. And the dispenser was the pottery in L.A. And we just as kind of a fun outing to take to see what all the... Had you ever
0: been to a dispensary before? Never been
1: to a dispensary. Neither of us had a relationship with cannabis before. We just wanted to see what, you know, there was a lot of news around it, what what it was all about. So we got in the car and we went down to the dispensary and were immediately surprised at how nice it was. It was a beautiful dispensary. The staff couldn't have been kinder and more patient with us. You know, they they really took their time with us and, and walked us around the store and explained. All the different products that were there. There was obviously a lot of flour, but there was a lot of patches and vapes and different kinds of things we'd never seen before. And because I think they were so patient with us, Carrie, and you tell me if you agree. You know, it it really got us thinking about how we could start to use cannabis because a lot of the symptoms and a lot of the things that they were telling us that these products were helping with were things that we were going through. There was something that would help you sleep that had maybe a higher THC dose, or there was something that would help with anxiety. There was something that helped with pain and inflammation. All these separate products were there and they were all addressing things that Carrie and I were both going through as women in menopause.
0: Now, had you, either of you had any experience with cannabis? I mean, had you, had you been consumers of it or just, was this all very new to you? Not at all. Carrie, how about you?
2: No, the same. I mean, we both, when Patty and I were growing up, it was kind of the heyday of the war on drugs and the f- egg in the frying pan and the DARE officer at your school. And and it was just, cannabis was different. It, it really was. I mean, it wasn't It wasn't the same experiences now. And so no, no relationship with cannabis at all. In fact, I think that first day, Patty, I bought something that had CBD, but not THC in it. I, I, I was really hesitant. And that was a big part of the story of the discovery story was when we were asking about how cannabis works in the body for sure like oh i would really like to use this but i didn't want to get high i wanted to use it in the morning and drive my car and go to work and i wanted you know and we really felt like that was a real scientific possibility but didn't see anything in on the shelves that we wanted to use like didn't see anything there that that would allow us to use the THC without the psychoactive high slash we really didn't see anything there that was marketed to us and you know think back to a few years ago in dispensaries it was still things still look like they were in like little condom wrappers and you know there was black and shiny and green and gold and so I think at first we kind of thought well I just don't think anyone's marketing to women our age. And maybe this was a marketing issue, but we then realized, no, no, no. This needs to be a product that doesn't exist right now, which meant a vaginal suppository because we could use the THC and the CBD without the psychoactive high. And it also meant getting the formulation right because you had an FTHC in a vaginal suppository, you could feel it. So we need to find the sweet spot.
0: Okay, let's let's unpack a little bit there because I want to take us through the process. Cause it's not I unless you guys just had a conversation in the car ride home that day saying we need to start a vaginal suppository company, <laughs> which probably didn't happen, right? So I'd love to know the steps that got you to where you are with Hello again. So once you discovered at the dispensary that there wasn't really the product, the exact product that you were looking for. What was sort of the next step for you guys after that?
1: I, I think it was pretty immediate. We came home that from that trip, and we were with our families and our kids and everything. And we were super excited. We're like, "You guys, you wouldn't under, you wouldn't believe all the things that we saw and heard about cannabis." And it really did get us going. Like, we need to find something, or you know, and that led to other trips to other dispensaries. We tried a bunch of products. We tried edibles. That you know, we had some pretty <clears throat> amazing. Uh, mistakes using edibles.
0: Oh, you get, got a little too high. Yeah, that
1: kind so we, I don't think at first we thought we can, we should create a product. At first we thought, let's try to find the product we want to use. So that was like a, a period of exploration for us to try all the different things that were out there. And then once we really realized that there wasn't anything out there that we felt comfortable using on a regular basis, you know, even for just our own wellness, then, then the conversation started like, okay, you know what? It's not out there. Let's explore making it ourselves. And um, that led down a long road of taking meetings and having conversations with anybody in the cannabis space, in the medical space, in you know, any anybody that would talk to us about the business. And we felt comfortable that there was a space there for us, a white space in the market for us. And then that led to we found a formulator and our manufacturing partners and we still didn't know it was going to be a vaginal suppository at that point. And then it was presented to us as a, as a possibility and the, the light bulb just went on and you know the, the fireworks went off because not only could we use a, a higher dosage of THC and use the benefit of it, and not get the head high, we can address something like vag- uh, vaginal dryness, which was is a huge thing for women in menopause. So that that was you know the the fireworks went off. That was when we really got excited and said, okay, now we got to do this. That's when the business I think was born.
2: And it was there's something poetic too about taking that space back as your fertility comes to an end, taking that space back and using it for your own wellness. That was just that was I just loved that. And also, Patty, I think I think there was a point too where we had found you know one thing. That kept us going was, yeah, maybe we talked to our social group and they'd be like, wait, what? What are you doing? But every time we talked to somebody within the cannabis industry, we got encouragement that this is a product that should exist, that doesn't exist. There are a you know, hundred scientific reasons why this would work. And that I think that really kept us kept us focused and grounded because, and Google, 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 Google. And then that would lead us to more questions. And then we go off looking for the answers. we once we found our formulation partners, then things started really clicking. And one of the biggest, there were two kind of big, major decisions we had to make early on. One was, creating our branding alongside formulation, which was a risk. I mean, it would make more sense to formulate, have the product in hand and then brand. But we were pretty confident that that we were going to get on the right formulation and be able to formulate the right product. So we did them side by side. And that ended up being crucial in the end because uh, we launched two weeks before COVID. And had we sequenced them out, we would have been dead in the water when COVID originally hit. Um, and that really helped us because at least we were on two shelves right before COVID hit and it gave us some momentum.
1: And the first shelf I have to mention was the pottery, which was the first dispensary that we went into. They took our first order.
0: That's wonderful. All right. So let's talk about the branding. What were your thoughts ab- about that? Talk me through the process of creating the brand. Even the name, Hello Again.
2: The name Hello Again came from a fun dinner with our husbands. We were having some martinis and we were brainstorming. We Patty and I came up with a name that we thought was appropriate for what this product does. And that name just wasn't available. So we were brainstorming and it was my husband actually that said like, hello again. And that whole idea is that came from the discussion of you just want to feel like yourself again. You just want to welcome yourself back. Like you just want to be back. So that's the idea behind hello again. And I love that it's a systemic name as well. So the system behind hello again, sleep. As we build more SKUs, we can really play with that hello again. Um, which is great. And then we had a great marketing partner, Clever Creative helped with some of our brand with our branding, and they were great listeners. And I think the first time Patty and I were tested as a partnership is when our brand, they were presented with three different kind of ways to go. And, you know, I didn't know which one she was going to like, and she thought she knew which one I was going to like. And we ended up just one, two, three point. And that was it. So that was one of the first kind of like, yes, we definitely have the same ideas about what this product should be. And a lot of it from the beginning was what we didn't, didn't want it to be. I mean, we just kind of, there are a lot of products for women that are pink and purple and curvy. And we were familiar with women's products and we just felt like this should be different because this, this is different. I mean, this exists on its own in the cannabis space and outside of the cannabis space.
0: And you started, you started with two products, right? Right now you have two products on the market.
2: Yeah.
1: We have one formulation every day and another for sleep.
0: And why did you pick those two?
1: Well, so you want to get up in the morning. You want to feel your best. You want to be able to grab the words out of the air that you can never remember. And I, I like to use the everyday. I used to, i you know, we, it's, it's subtle. It has less THC in it, but it's, it's a little subtle, the effects. But what we like to tell people is when you, when you look back on your day, you'll see that you didn't get as aggravated by somebody maybe who usually irritates you or you got a couple extra errands done at the end of the day you cleaned out your drawer while you were talking on the phone I mean you just get to get the benefits and not get the head high but have a little more focus a little more energy less pain less hot flashes you know it, it just helps you get through your day and then of course everybody I think but especially women have trouble sleeping
2: at night so that that was just an easy easy one to come up with and, and so the, the nighttime current go asleep, stay asleep. But if something does wake you up, your kids wake you up in the night, your dog wakes you up in the night, your bladder wakes you up in the night, you can go back to sleep. And I think that in part, that's just because of the body relaxation. And in part, also, you just don't get that kind of anxiety loop. That sometimes happens at night. And you,
1: you have to wake up in the middle of the night. And Carrie and I talk about this, even though, thank God it's never happened. But, you know, if you had to jump in the car and drive to the emergency room, you're not high. You could still function. So that that was always over, the overlining most important thing for us is that you can function in your life.
0: I want to talk a little bit more about the form of, of it being a suppository. You mentioned sort of almost symbolically, you know, taking that space back. Talk to me also just health-wise and why that is a better, or how you guys decided to approach this, as opposed to say like flour or a um, you know a, a sublingual strip or a tincture, that kind of thing.
2: Well, first of all, we just decided to make it much harder on ourselves. We're selling yeah. menopause. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, Whoa. and
2: cannabis <laughs> to a lot of women who don't use cannabis, and now we're going to make it a vaginal suppository. <laughs> So there are a couple of different reasons. One is you have a ton of receptors in the female reproductive tract. The most dense place is the brain, but the female productive reproductive tract is very dense. So we're taking advantage of just the local application of cannabis and kind of that chain reaction that can happen with THC and, and CBD when they hit the the cannabinoids hit the receptors. Importantly, we're bypassing the digestive tract where body weight, metabolism, stomach contents, all those things can affect the metabolism in the digestive tract. And most importantly, we're bypassing the liver, uh, where the byproduct of your body breaking down the THC is also psychoactive. So those three things together are allowing us to use, for example, 20 milligrams of THC in our night product, our Hello Again sleep product, without the psychoactive high. And then as, as Patty said, once it became a suppository, we really worked on the base of our product. So it's cocoa butter and vitamin E and avocado oil and a little apple cider vinegar, um, helichrysums. It's very soothing. That's a big issue for women as they age. It's very soothing. And one of the toughest parts of our formulation was getting that melt rate, right. And, you know, having a fresh, clean feeling product. And um, I'm really proud of it. I really am.
0: Now, is it, specifically for women who are going through menopause? I know there have been products targeted more specifically at, I mean, sorry, menstruation. Like I, I think of um, Whoopi Goldberg's brand that Whoopi and Maya was out for a while. Uh, it's not, no longer available, but is this specifically targeted at, at women who are experiencing menopause?
1: I mean, we, we're customer founders. We created this product for ourselves, but we got on the shelves and I would say very quickly the staff would try the product who are tend to be younger women at the at the dispensaries and then <clears throat> I have three daughters Carrie has a daughter you know we started finding pretty quickly that younger women were using the product as well for period cramps and endometriosis was a big thing somebody reached out to us she's an influencer and had written a book about endometriosis and she found the product and it was providing her some relief so that was you know that was a kind of a surprise bonus we figured out after. And if, so if you think about the way it's the application method, it makes sense, but it was formulated for us, but it's really helping now women of all ages.
0: Has it really helped you, both of you?
1: Yeah, it's a game changer. For sleep for me is what took me down. I could not sleep through the night. I would wake up at one o'clock, two o'clock, up all you know, up for an hour and a half, fall back asleep, wake up at five. And so now to be able to sleep through the night is just a game changer.
2: And for me, it was memory fog that I had, you know, I had kind of some of the other symptoms, but honestly, women are just used to putting up with everything and (laughs) moving forward. I didn't really stop and think about the way I was feeling and why and try to address it until I really noticed problems with my memory and my word recall. And I secretly drove myself to a memory institute because I thought I really did think I was going to be a movie of the week. (laughs) I really thought that there was something wrong. Yeah. And a lot of women really relate to that. So I use the product the way that Patty and I use it. Patty uses it day, night, day, night. I can use it every third day. And my systems get balanced and they tend to kind of stay balanced. And I ride that out and then I start to feel a little wonky and I'll use it again. So but if you younger me. than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I will use it preemptively if I have a big day and I need to find my words and be on my game, and I'll definitely it preemptively.
0: Talk to me about some of the challenges you face starting this company. I mean, every entrepreneur will tell you this is the hardest thing I've ever done, you know, especially in the cannabis space. Tell me about some of the things, maybe the unexpected challenges that you have faced in, in launching this company. I mean, one of them happened to be out of your control, right? That you basically launched it two months before COVID hit, whether that helped or didn't help. I don't, that can actually be benefit in some ways, but talk to me about the challenges.
1: I think actually COVID worked a little bit in our favor. It gave us kind of a window because events were closed, dispensary. were closed. We still managed to get onto more and more dispensary shelves during COVID, but without the pressure of having to sort of start that machine of um, events and all those other things, we've got to learn the whole process because we were new to the space. We got to learn how these dispensaries work, how the sales work, how the, how the sales were going. And then when things opened up, it just got a little, you know, that much easier for us. But we definitely have learned a lot in the last couple of years. It's, it's been a roller coaster, but I would say the best thing we've, we've learned or been able to gain from this experience is the community of people that we've met and the help we've gotten along the way and hopefully the help we've given along the way. I mean, that's been a really unexpected bonus for someone like me at my age at this time of life. I never thought that was going to happen, but
2: it's been great. No, for sure, and I would say everyone's going to say banking. Of course, banking's a huge challenge. Data is a big challenge. We're a small company, and it's Patty and me, and we're we are very judicious with how we spend the money that we have to spend. And you know, we just we don't have some of the bigger resources the bigger companies would have right, at this, like this a stage.
0: or a, a analy- like a big analytics company working with you, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, you know, we kind of knew from the beginning that the nature of this product would depend on slow organic growth anyway. I mean, this is the kind of women rely on other women's referrals for things like this. And it just all of that takes time. I think Patty's right. COVID gave us some time and COVID actually opened up the um, demographics a little bit for us because if women didn't identify with being in menopause, certainly during COVID, there were a lot of women who were a little bit younger. Two kids home, homeschooling, the dog, husband working from home, like the Chardonnay wasn't working as well as it did at the beginning of the pandemic, and they were looking for something, for some help. So that, that definitely helped us a lot, but we have the typical struggles that a small scaling up is a challenge for us right now, for sure because of covid patty and i bunkered down and did everything ourselves but we didn't kind of internally grow our company i think as we would have had to had it been the good old days before pre pandemic
0: finding shelf space i've heard is can be very challenging but it sounds like you guys have have been successful there do you think part of your sort of the niche nature of your product has been helpful in that in that regard like you're not just like every other product, you know, you have a very special place in the shelf.
1: I think so. I mean, all the things we were joking about that made it hard also opens up, you know, there are no really other suppositories formulated for women in our age group. There are not, not a lot of products marketed to women in our age group. And, you know, so buyers either get that right away or they don't. And so we do appeal, you know, it does, it does open the door in some sense, just because we're so unique.
2: Also, I think some dispensaries realize that a product like ours does have brand loyalty. I mean, they're, they're just, we're just unique in that way, versus if you go into a dispensary and they don't have your brand of flour, you're probably not going to get in your car and go to a different dispensary. You're just going to buy a different brand of flour. So that's different for us, which is a nice kind of, it's a nice selling point for, for us going into dispensaries. Also, we're bringing a demographic in that isn't coming to, hadn't, hasn't come to cannabis yet and holds the purse strings and is usually multiple markets in one buying for their husband's knees or the dog, the dog's anxiety or whatever else they find when they get there.
0: You mentioned that word of mouth has been your biggest source of marketing. How does one generate that? I'm just curious how you've marketed this product and how you have put, you know, your resources towards like where you put your resources.
2: So podcasts have been great for us. That's Hello. been a really great thing. I think the surge, <laughs> yes, thank you, <laughs> sure. and the surge, the surge of podcast popularity during COVID was incredible. So now people are actually listening during the workday and finding a broader range of podcasts to listen to. So that that's been really, really. And big you've just for been guests.
0: You haven't had your own podcast. You don't have your own podcast. Oh,
1: and and we're lucky because we can lean into the cannabis type podcasts. We can lean into the menopause type. We've been on a lot of like second life type podcasts, entrepreneurial type podcasts. So we we do kind of, we can branch out into different subjects.
0: We have a great, as a journalist, I can tell you that you have a good, you have a great story. Like it's very, it's very appealing to journalists because it's very, A, it's a good personal story, but it's also like a very niche, interesting story. You're doing something that's original. You kind of hit all the buckets of what journalists look for. When they're looking for a story, so I you know you you probably didn't intentionally do that, but it's just it's helpful,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we heard the word authenticity
2: a lot when we started, and we well, yeah, stopped.
0: that's also really important is that you are you are the customer, yeah yeah.
2: Yeah. Social media, you know, there's only so much you can do on social media and whatnot, but we we do have a, we do, we can lean into our menopause messaging in places that maybe flower can't. So.
0: Yeah. So what's the next steps here?
2: Well,
1: we have some ideas and we are working on formulations for new SKUs to help kind of target some different audiences. We also would like to expand into other states. We get a lot of emails every day from women all over the country, recently all over the world. We've gotten South Africa, Japan, people that have heard us talking saying, please, can you send it to me? Send me your product. I'm in Kentucky or wherever. So we'd like to get out and be able to service more states for sure.
0: As far as you know, are there other companies that are that do what you do in other states?
1: There might be some small, more locally, like regional companies that do suppositories. There was a bigger company and it was a very strong suppository, sort of end of the day, male, female. It was, it was a different, but they're out of the THC market for now. So we really feel like...
0: So you're pretty original. Yeah. What you're doing. Yeah. Yep would you ever be open to sort of being part of an MSO? Is that something that you guys talk about? Like if, if an MSO were, were to approach you and say, you know, we want to buy you.
1: They would
2: have to be yeah. really great people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, I mean, that, that is, I, that could have been one of our answers to your previous question is about the challenges. We get email requests all the time and we can't, there's no, we, I can't pop it in the mail. I can't sell it. I We have to manufacture and, distributed in those States and we're just not there yet. So that, that is definitely. You see how the, that could
0: be appealing to a company like yours to be part of an MSO. Right. Yeah. Well, this is so interesting. So if people want to get to know if they happen to be lucky enough to be in California, how do they find out about you guys and how, how do they find your product?
1: I think the first step would be to go to the website. Hello again, can also look on Instagram. Hello again, products again on Instagram. Um, If you send, if you have any questions, if you go on the website and you send an email, Carrie and I answer all the emails. So we, you know, if you have any questions and you try, if you're, you know, you have any, you want to know
2: anything about it or where we're sold or any questions at all, just send us an email and sign up for our newsletter. We'd love that. Give a lot of kind of fun and useful information about this time of life.
0: Yeah, it's great. What a community you've built. That's terrific. Carrie and Patty, thank you so much for joining the show today. It's great, great stuff.
2: Thank you for having
0: me. Best of luck with your company. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Green Entrepreneur podcast. To find out more about Green Entrepreneur, you can go to greenentrepreneur.com. Or check out our magazine on newsstands everywhere. Check out our Instagram at Entrepreneur. We're also on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and all other social media feeds. If you like this podcast and you'd like to hear more from me, Jonathan Small, check out my other podcast, Write About Now. That's W-R-I-T-E, to get some in-depth interviews into the lives and stories of successful writers, how they got there, what they learned, and what you need to succeed. That's writeaboutnowmedia.com. Until next episode... We'll THC you later.